ultimately come to these events with a mindset to try to help somebody as well. Cause like, if you're there just to grab and I, I get it, it's like, we're vesting by paying for a ticket and all that, but like come with a, a abundance mindset to give something to be honest with yourself. So like you, you have to be able to recognize your shortcomings so that you can recognize when you have, you know, an opportunity. HVAC events. Um, and I've got Lucas. How do you say your last name, Lucas? Airbar. Um, and he is from EGAA. And we are talking about the best HVAC events, though. We're going to go through basically like seven events that if you're going to go to any HVAC events that you should go to. And then specifically how to get the most out of these events. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about Epic, which is the, the main event that you guys are putting on that's coming out in the next few months. So congratulations. I'm sure there's a lot of hectic stuff going on. Um, from your point of view, though, I'm guessing you go to some of these other events and get inspired occasionally. What are yeah. some of the top events? Yeah, I mean, so I think it, I think it really depends on the audience, obviously. Um, there's some that are very contractor-focused. Uh, and for me, those are great. We, you know, EGIA Contractor University, we work a lot with, with, you know, specifically with contractors, home services contractors. So I always see the value in that just because that's the world I live in every day. But um, we work with Hardy, which is, you know, Hardy is kind of the preeminent group for distributors. Um, and they do their Hardy Focus Conference, I think is fantastic. Um, I know we were talking before, I think you were saying a similar thing about AHR, right? I think I saw you on like AHR this past year. I will, I will say it is more like I definitely looked around and I was like, there's not a contractor in sight. Like, <laughs> no. And I can, I can see them. I can see them like in these, these white collar uh, khaki yeah. pants wherein homies weren't it. But what I did like about it is the products, the product demonstration. There's a, it's, it feels like it's more manufacturers, distributors, like people in the industry, but maybe not the contractor. Um, but if you want physical demonstrations, there's a lot of physical products there. And there is kind of is quick to be able to like, hey, what's new with this product line or that product line? And I think like, like for instance, tankless water heaters, like going up and touching them and feeling them and asking them questions. I think that AHR, it could be more contractors could go to it, but it's definitely not, it's not necessarily for them. Yeah, I think they have like 80,000 people there or something, you know? So it's like, even if you had 10,000 contractors, it's like, you would never, we had a table there. So we were trying to talk to contractors and it's like every 20th person is a, is a viable contractor contact. But I think it's, I think uh, both those actually, Hardy that talks about distributors and, and AHR that does kind of everything. I think it's cool to see the, um, like a lot of the people who, the conversations happening there are impacting the contractors. Like you said, tankless. Um, there's, there was a, I heard a ton of people talking about, you know, the refrigerant transition. Um, you get a lot of Inflation Reduction Act stuff. And just, like you said, the new equipment, all that stuff, even if it, even if it starts a little bit more industrial, um, it's going to trickle down, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to have a huge impact on, on like the contractor level stuff from a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's now or, you know, next month, A2L is a huge thing happening right now. I heard tons of people talking about A2L. I think there was even a breakout session at AHR about the A2L uh, refrigerant stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's like really important well, conversations happening. My third one I'm going to go with is, so that's two, a little bit less contractor focused, but it, it, this one is contractor focused, which is True Grit by Joe Cressera. Mm -hmm. So what's cool about that one, it's only going to be like 500, 700 people, but it, it's essentially, it's more of a workshop style. So it would be bringing technicians and, and very, like the staff people 
into the um, event and they're doing role play and gamification of training people. So there's like a little bit more, it's involved, you're walking around a room, you're doing activities. It's uh, kind of like a escape room theme. Mm -hmm. So like they're doing escape room with your team and learning more about each other and stuff like that. So that's a cool, it's kind of a team building and exercise one. So I think True Grit and that, the True Grit one, oh God, I need to get the dates up here. True Grit, Joe Cressera. I think that one is in March, March 5th through the 7th, so. Oh, coming up fast here. AHR is, uh, it was in January, I think it's in January every year. That one's yeah, in. Yeah, January, really fat, it's Chicago. going to. It'll be it, was, it was cold, it was cold. It might actually be, they might change up the location, but it was. They do, Chicago. yeah, I think it's, it was Atlanta the year before, so I think it might be Vegas next year. Oh no, it's Orlando, it's actually, it's Orlando next year. March 5th through the 7th is True Grit, Graceland, Tennessee, and that is, um, that is my birthday. So I'm going to be at an HVAC event on my birthday. Yay! <laughs> yeah, well, Joe's, I mean, Joe's Crisera, he's like a legend in the training space, yeah. right? And, and I, like, I think, I think role-playing is awesome. Every, every contractor's doing it, so it's like, why not go somewhere and learn how to do it well and make sure you're not just doing it, but you're doing it the way it ought to be done. Um, I think... Uh, I think Women in HVACR does a really good conference. Ooh, um, yeah. They've done the last couple of years. They seem to be growing pretty rapidly too. I think this yeah. year's was maybe 500 plus, um, but they always have really good speakers and they just have a really good community. I think everybody, at Women in HVACR, I think there's a really palpable sense of like community. People there are all very friendly and they're all kind of buying in and wanting to help each other. There's not like a lot of competitiveness there, I don't think. It's a lot more like, you know, <laughs> wanting to uplift one another. That's what we can bring if we show up. You and I like Yeah, us. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can bring the competitiveness. Oh, I'm there always. It wouldn't be women in HVCR without Lucas Erbar, right? <laughs> what are they doing over there if there's no competition? You know, we got to bring our, our toxicity, you know. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Toxic no, masculinity on route. No, that yeah. is beautiful. Like, I always say that, too. There's, like, a bunch. There's a, some really cool marketing agencies mm -hmm. um, that are women in... Um, Camp Digital, and there's another one, a CI web group that are yeah, both yeah. awesome, but they just don't assert their egos into like the social media sphere as much, or like the like <laughs> less complicated. Yeah, like, they're doing incredibly well, and they offer an amazing service. Mm -hmm. It's just funny how like you know the dudes are all duking it out here on Facebook. Yeah, it's not all of them, but like you know who we're talking about. You're, yeah, you're looking at Instagram, you know who we're talking about. LinkedIn, you know who we're talking. We're about. duking yeah. it out for fun. For fun. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, my next one is Pantheon. Mm -hmm. um, so actually, do you know is that just fall the women yeah. in HVAC one? Okay, fall. So we don't. Know uh, women in HVAC is going to be October, and I think Pantheon is maybe late September, early October. Um, okay, so these are the general ideas of these. So it looks like service uh, service Titan. Yeah, they are actually in Orlando way, again this year one too. Is very good. You mentioned it mm -hmm. before the call, but like it's they have a lot of money so this event it's like it is pretty epic like they do a very uh -huh. good job oh god I'm, I'm foreshadowing here but we right got, right i know um, it's like, oh god september 30th through the october 24th it looks like and it is like a little bit more if you're in the service titan ecosystem mm -hmm. there's like all the partners are there the trainers like all like everybody that's kind of in that ecosystem is is but it's very well done and all the best speakers, like a lot of great speakers. They get speakers. great speakers, incredible yeah. speakers. Yeah, like we, as somebody who is involved in selecting speakers on our side, I know what speakers cost. 
And I know when they get Simon Sinek, for example, and when they get Venus Williams, that takes an investment. So that's, that means they, you know, they care about investing in what they think is going to be a great product for their, for their attendees. All right. What else you got here? Uh, I think so. I, I feel like I'm sure you know Tommy, Tommy Mello. Um, but he's really, I feel like there's kind of a, there's like an older guard in the industry of like the educators and thought leaders and there's the younger guard. And I feel like Tommy is a really big name and Tommy Mello is a really big name in the younger guard. Um, I think he's just like, he's got a, like great things to say. Um, so home service freedom is his organization and his event. Um, and I have not actually gone yet, but I talked extensively with people this year who said it's just an awesome event. Uh, and Tommy, I mean, knowing kind of the content that Tommy does. Um, I would expect nothing less. So yeah, I'd say anything, any, I, anytime Tommy is saying something, I'm, I'm listening. Um, just, he seems like he has some really important stuff to say. He is a very smart guy. Uh, and he also will challenge you. You know what I mean? Like the, he's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, a mm -hmm. garage door, uh, business mogul funded mm -hmm. by private equity. Right. But he's, it's pretty legit tactical advice because he's doing it quick so the last few years he's scaled this business so leadership advice marketing advice um very tactical stuff that like i think is useful and he yes he's not it's not technically hvac but he is like he serves a lot of the hvac crowd just because of how big the yeah. hvac industry is and um it isn't quite it's not like super nitty gritty HVAC always, but I will say like all these principles transfer and they're all very good. And I think like you guys at Epic are having them sooner. I was trying to look yeah. at the dates for home service freedom, but they, I think it is at the end of it was, the year usually. Yeah, it was just like two months ago. So it's probably it's probably like November, December kind of thing. Yeah, because it was pretty and late so in the year. So if you're looking to see Tommy sometime soon, which he does bring the heat. He does. Um, he brings the heat and it's fun. And I also think like, just a great energy, you know, a, a generous energy. I think that mm -hmm. that's why I like, I don't, I don't just want to go to shows to get really tactical. I do like the tactical advice. I do like the leadership advice. I do like the business empire building advice, but I also like, I want to be like this person. And I do think there's a lot of admirable, generous um, things that I think Tommy exemplifies in the industry. And I think that that's really good. I'm excited to see him at Epic and I'll, I'll, yes. I'll just, put in Epic here as the seventh one. And I think like in no particular order, because I think Epic uh, with Tommy, you guys have Dion Sanders, Robert Irvine, you got mm -hmm. panels on, you know, the inflation, you know, you, uh, excuse me. Inflation Reduction Act. Valuing and selling. You've got the CEO of Pearl talking about the Inflation Reduction Act and how to get at that money and stuff like that. Yeah. So the ability to be around all these amazing people is really what trade shows are about. And so we're going to talk about how to get the most out of um, HVAC events, expos and trade shows. And I want to ask you how much, um, how many of these have you been part of before? Cause I think you bring a wealth of experience related to this, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, um, just from our standpoint, so we've been doing Epic for six years, probably seven years. Yeah. So I've been involved in all of those. I've been with EGIA, Contract University, about seven years. And then I also work on partnerships. I work on trying to talk to lovely people like Tim, who I think I actually originally met you when you were in Brigham's booth at whatever oh, yeah. that was. Was that yeah, Service yeah, yeah. World Expo? Yes. Yep. Noticeably absent Service World Expo. Um, 
the uh we gotta bring the, the drama to this fight we right need yeah, drama yeah, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> no i'm just kidding any any and i will no, i will I like say it. any um any contractor who's doing any ongoing education for their business they are doing a great thing for their business whoever they're doing the education with whatever conferences they're going to if you're doing it if you're doing ongoing education for your business whoever you're doing it with you're doing a wonderful thing for your business that's what you should be doing um and what, but we're talking about like how to get the most of these events. So mm -hmm. what would you give yeah. me as tips? How can we get the most of these events? Because we don't just want to go and I get it. Like mm -hmm. some people go to party or some people go to schmooze. A lot of, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. They go to, reasons they, yeah. we go. There's nothing wrong with that. Personally, that's half the reason I go. I go to meet people and feel important. So, but really what would you say are the best things for a contractor to do to get the most out of these? Yeah. And so I, I, I think I've done six or seven of ours and then I go to probably two or three a year. So I also get a look at like what a lot of these ones we're talking about look at. And I try to get some value out of it, um, mostly talking with partners, but also just doing the whole thing, seeing the breakouts, all that stuff. So I think there's a um, there's a lot of people who it's time away from the wife and kids and it's time to tie one on and, and you know, uh, sober up on Monday. But uh, I think the most important things for me, really, um, I think there's a couple things. So I work with exhibitors. I work with our partners. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that gets overlooked a lot is people saying, oh, the exhibitors, the product services showcase, that sort of thing. That's people who want to sell me something. Um, some of them want to sell you something. Uh, but these are all people who are subject matter experts in what they do about it, in what they do. Like if you think about those as a contractor who probably, you know, certainly, you know, the technical side of your trade forward and backward, you probably depending on who you are, but you probably came up through the technical side of your trade. So, you know, that. Um, rock solid, but you don't necessarily know using, you know, we got Tim here. You don't necessarily know marketing as well as Tim does marketing as just as he doesn't know, you know, uh, the technical side of the trade as well as you do, um, because he dedicates every day of his life to marketing. So whether you wind up walking away using hook agency or not, you can probably learn something about SEO. You can probably learn something about, um, you know, how to, how to increase sales without increasing the number of leads you're bringing in, um, just by closing more of the existing sales you have by talking to somebody who's an expert in marketing, um, like Tim. For example, and there's a hundred other verticals out there besides marketing, they're gonna be at one of these conferences. What he does is he teaches the most valuable team in your business. He'll just add nothing but profit. There's so much money left in the call center. So much money. If you're not at a 90% booking rate, showing empathy on the phone, smiling on the phone, making sure they're having a better day after they got off the phone with you, then you need to call Power Selling Pros and see Brady. I definitely always like because I'm not a sales expert. Yeah. I do love. I like going to the sales ones, and I think mm -hmm. like before I go, and I, I'd recommend this to really identify which breakouts you want to go to. I think like I always like going to the sales ones because a lot of times it transfers too for like me as mm -hmm. a, like a vendor, like the sales principles transfer and stuff like that. But for you, what are the things that are like broken or really need to be improved now in your business? Like not just in case knowledge, just in time knowledge, right? How can you identify at least three good breakouts that you're going to go to and take notes? Yeah. Foreshadowing on one of our tips, but like ultimately identify the breakouts you want to go to. And yeah, yeah I think and, and that's probably one of the biggest ones people can do. Yeah, and I say like be honest with yourself about that too, right? So like you, you have to be able to recognize your shortcomings so you can recognize when you have, you know, an opportunity to um we we talked about Tommy Mello earlier, right? Tommy is doing a breakout at Epic. 
Uh, and a big part of that is, um, what's the title of this? Build a business where everyone wins. So it's all about teamwork, building a culture. But a big part of that is how he talks about how he was, his business was $50,000 in debt. Um, he's taking it from $50,000 in debt and he didn't know what to do to $200 million in, in annual revenue. Um, that, if you're a contractor who's struggling and you can be honest with yourself and go, $50,000 in debt, that sounds kind of familiar. Um, then, you know, all of a sudden you've tapped into like, hey, that's a really important one for you to see because this, this guy's walking, and we'll talk a little bit about this too, I think, but this guy's walking a path, has already walked the path that I need to be walking right now. So yeah, when you're being honest with your shortcomings, you know, know what you're, what you're really good at um, and also know what you're struggling with and know what you're struggling with and that is a crucial thing to do, right? Maybe you're struggling with something, but it's not necessarily like, you know, an immediate action item, but maybe you're struggling with something that's like, hey, my pricing's wrong. Well, guess what? If your pricing's wrong, um, then the more you sell, the faster you're going out of business. So that's a pretty urgent action item, right? If your pricing is wrong, you need to get that one figured out. Um, and there will be, at Epic, for example, there will be people talking about stuff like that as well. So um, awesome. yeah, no, be honest with uh, about kind of what your shortcomings are and, and, and what, you know, just, just because you want to see somebody because you think it might be awesome doesn't necessarily mean it's the most important one for you to see. Um, so yeah, be honest with yourself when you're looking at those, at those breakout sessions and at, at who you're bringing to the event, right? Like who, who on your team is going to the event? Um, if you have salespeople going, they don't necessarily need to be in the customer service one. Maybe there's some things they can glean from that. Um, mm. But you know, and, and, and if you have service techs going, they don't necessarily need to be in the sales breakouts, right? So kind of figure that out. You can create a roadmap before you get out there so that people know what they're doing and, and why they're doing it. Send in the right people, I love that. Okay, and then like, you know, we kind of mentioned that it, it might even be leadership that would go to AHR or something like that or like, you know, and then we talked about maybe it's service technicians or for True Grid or someone mm -hmm. like Pantheon is a mix. I think like that's leadership a little bit more, right? A little bit more so, yeah, yeah. Talking but I think it's I think it is a mix. Leadership, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Epic is like what would you say? Like the people it, in the in it are that are. Coming. Yeah, it's it is a blend of some sort. It's more going to be your upper management, your GM, your leadership. Right. Um, not there's certainly text to this. There's, there are certainly people who bring their techs with them, yeah. And there's and there's absolutely stuff that, that techs are going to be able to take out of this. Some of the sessions aren't going to be specifically for them, but there's always, sell, like selling is always a very popular topic. Um, and so yeah. we're always going to have stuff around selling. We're always going to have stuff around creating a, a, like a better customer experience. Um, I think that even in this case, like if you do bring more of a team, I think the pleasant mm -hmm. part is like of all these events, like because if you go to a couple events here, like sometimes people are negative about events and my thing is like we don't you're not going to hunt 10 of them like don't go to 10. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah. you don't need to like stay out on the road like us vendors have to do sometimes right yeah exactly kind of like identify a couple that are awesome and go and bring your team because that's community too like the mm -hmm. ability to like experience the community of the hvac world is that is beneficial because it's also our people seeing that it's a broader world. That's not just our problems and we're not the only ones with these problems. Mm -hmm. It's always yeah. difficult. And there's all, like, so I think like if you're saying management and leadership, it could be like key people in office staff too. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not always technicians, but it might be like office people that are kind of getting to experience the HVAC world in a broader way once or twice a year to have that experience. And I think that's super important. I think you, you touched on that. Yeah, like absolutely getting to experience everything and realizing that the world that you're working in isn't just the, you know, the 10 by 10 office space that you sit in, um, that there is a really broad world to this. I think that that's huge. Um, I've talked to, I remember talking to somebody last year who was a business owner and brought 
his team, had text with him, had uh, a CSR with him, and something they were doing, and it was A, so they could learn more, and B, so that they could really like kind of process what they learned and talk about his team, is they were all going to different breakout sessions. And then they were getting together during the breaks as a team and talking about the breakout sessions they went to, sharing what happened. And yeah. we also record our breakout sessions so you can watch them later on. But this, you know, in terms of getting this, this um, kind of teamwork and camaraderie and, and, and somebody and getting whoever went, you know, hey, you sent a, whoever to one of these breakout sessions, you're, you're the owner, you sent one of your team members, you want to make sure you're really getting your value out of it. They're coming out ready to summarize it, right? Ready to talk about it and ready to process what they learned so that they can share it with the team. Um, as opposed to just like, okay, we all went to our breakouts, now let's go our separate ways. And so A, you can only go to one breakout at a time. So they all get to kind of share what happened in three concurrent breakouts. Um, but then B, you're also, people are going to think about it a little bit differently. They're going to process it a little bit differently because they need to share with the rest of the team what, you know, what are the takeaways? What, what can we do with this information? Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to get into a couple more of these bullet points. Um, yeah. I got, I got one for you if you want. Something that I think yeah. is really important. Um, yeah. One of the things... So one of the things that I think a lot of the, the speakers in the industry preach, and I think it's a good thing to preach, is that is that sort of um, abundance mentality. It's not like a scarcity mindset. Like, hey, just because you're doing well as a contractor doesn't mean, or uh, just because you're rather just because your competitor's doing well doesn't mean you can't do well. You can both do well. That being said, I understand a lot of people are a little hesitant to want to you know share trade secrets with the guy across the street. Um, I think one of the really cool things, and one of the things we always we hear time and again from people who go to Epic, uh, especially from the, at the evening party is that they get to go talk to contractors who are in the same position as they are or who have been there before, um, but aren't, you know, this is a guy from Pittsburgh and you're a gal from Anaheim mm. and like you're not in any way competing with one another. You can feel really free to be like, here's what's working for me. And I don't want to, you know, I, I feel nervous about giving these trade secrets to the person who's going to use them to compete with me. But the, mm. the person in Pittsburgh is not competing with me in Anaheim. Um, so I think it's a really cool thing. The, the Something that I hear time and again is like the most, the best way to become a $5 million contractor, a $10 million contractor, a $100 million contractor is to talk to somebody who has become a $5 million contractor, a $10 million contractor, a $100 million contractor. When you go to these events, you can find that contractor in the room. Um, there's going to be a lot more access to them. It's going to be a little bit more informal. You can have a casual conversation with these people and they're not going to be walls up because, you know, you're at the local, you know, social network thing that's a block from their office and they're like, this is the competition here. So yeah, I think it's really important to be able to way, talk to people. Just... Just so you know, we're not giving you the best stuff when we're having those conversations. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You're always yeah. kind of holding a little bit back when you're not talking to that direct, direct competitor. Like, yeah, you know, when Tim's talking to Relentless and Rhino and CI Web Group, he's he's not giving them the good secrets. He's, talk, he's holding them back. We can, we can be friendly and we can schmooze and we can give a little bit of like commiseration and chit chat, but yeah, you're not like, Hey, by the way, here's the greatest honey hole for leads. Like you're not doing that usually. Yeah. I got a, I got a guy who's good at recruiting and it's like, well, I'm not, and it's a local guy. Like I'm not going to give that to my competitor who's in the same local area. And now, now we're competing for the same hires together. Um, as opposed the honey to yeah. hole in Alabama is pretty similar to the honey hole and you know, whatever else city, like yeah. Atlanta, like there, there's a lot of related things. And like you're saying, you just to get less scared. It is hard to get, like, if it's your first couple of trade shows, it's actually hard to get less scared. Like, it's hard yeah. to, like, get into that. You're talking about that um, abundance mentality. I certainly think that's difficult for contractors. But it is the yeah. vibe at these things usually. So that's positive. 
what's so special about this conference is the fact that it's so intimate compared to others out there where you have hundreds of people where you can barely get FaceTime. The subject matter experts that we have here, it's just unmatched. There's hundreds of different groups out there, but not all groups do it the same way. And you're gonna learn something different here that can implement in your business. If you guys aren't at this event, what we just went over today with Joe Cressera's step-by-step for the call-by-call -call is amazing. If your team is struggling with installations, with getting guys to perform, got to be at this event for Joe Cressera. Hey, do you have any tips for phone systems for HVAC companies? Do you have any recommendations for them? This is called Money in the Phones by... I have uh, multiple recommendations, so I feel like pros. I... Can you give one, just a tip at the end here to give people some... Yeah, but I work in partnerships. PowerSlime Pros is awesome. I talked to Barry at PowerSlime Pros today. They're great. Um, Nexa is awesome. Um, there's a bunch of groups out there who do, again, if you aren't big enough to support your own staff, go, yeah, absolutely. Go outsource to somebody who's expert at it, right? PowerSlime Pros is great. Nexa is great. Um, and that is one of the ways, if you're doing better on the phone, that is how you can make more money without having more leads. If you're closing more sales without having to increase leads, that is just you increasing profit without having to increase costs. So Lucas, uh, what's a cold trend? So something contractors are wasting time, money, energy, or effort on that they should stop doing? Uh, so one thing that I get a lot of um, from contractors, from other folks in the industry, we also, I work with some other kind of non-contractors in the industry in a marketing capacity. Um, I get asked all the time, and actually it's just from our own business too, um, I get asked all the time on like email marketing, hey, what was the open rate on this? Um, stop putting building houses around open rate. Um, open rate, A, was never representative of engagement to begin with. You would rather have it clicked in an open rate. B, two years ago, Apple changed how open rates work and they're meaningless now. Whatever metric you're seeing, it's an empty metric. Apple iPhones automatically open your emails for you. Um, if you have an iPhone above really? like number sense, eight or something, some pretty high ones recently. Because it went from twenty percent to forty percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, um, they, like there's that. now what they call the Apple Privacy Server, and the goal is to prevent marketers like us from being able to glean information just based on whether you opened your email or not. Mm -hmm. um, there's still some merit. Like you can still build in some component of like, okay, well they're probably adding fifteen percent for the fake opens there, so whatever. Mm -hmm. But I get, I still get asked more than anything else about um, when it comes to email marketing. What was the open rate? And we got to get out of that way. You got to get into engagement. You got to get into click through rate. Um, and that's just, that's one of the big ones. And if you're working with an agency um, and the main thing they're reporting to you is open rate, uh, let's, let's dig a little bit deeper on that. They might still be doing great work. I'm not saying get rid of them. I'm saying let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's figure out you know, the what, the, what the click-through rate was. On, so. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I was just a pure open rate reporting agency. Yeah. JK. Apple, Apple yeah. hates it. Tim Cook hates it. That damn Tim Cook. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. I was going to say, like, you're, we were talking before this about taking notes. So when mm -hmm. you go into these presentations, take notes. You're talking about reviewing everything and talking to your team. I think that that's a really advanced way to do it. If you kind of like everyone gives, like you go to different sessions and then you give the notes afterwards, that type of thing. Like in my company, when people read books, we, we a golden nuggets page, just one page of notes. To, so can you can you each bring back a, a golden nugget from or a page of golden nuggets from three talks or whatever it happens to be? But take yeah. notes. In yeah, a, yeah, I think yeah, especially when it's 
like some of the keynotes are going to be less specific, right? We have Deion Sanders at ours, right? Deion Sanders, you know, uh, like he's an expert at certain things that are relevant to business owners, team building, you know, building culture, recruiting. He's not necessarily an expert at, at doing installs. Um, but so he's going to, he's going to try to motivate. He's going to try to inspire. He's going to try to like get you excited about that stuff. And I think especially when you're getting excited about it and you're feeling that like, all right, I'm going to walk out of here, like, like really like motivated and I'm ready to run through a wall. That's that in particular is when you might forget some of the specifics though, you know, where like you're feeling the motivation, you're, you're getting that, you're, it's sinking in, but you're figuring some of the specifics that, um, that he's talking about that are like actually like, okay, in addition to motivation, he also told you some really good hints for building culture in your, in your organization, you know, or recruiting, um, and making yourself like the, the recruiter of choice, the, the target. Um, and so I think especially the more excited you get, the more it can be easy to, to, to really focus on the big picture, but forget some of the little steps along the way. Before we get into just some details about Epic real quick, I want to mention one last one from my point of view, which is creating content, like to be out at these events to, let's say if there's product demonstrations or whether it's um, other people or vendors that you work with or things that, that they actually could add value to homeowners. I do think you should focus on, does it add value to homeowners? But if you're at these events and there's an ability to be direct with the manufacturers or the, the people that are creating products that you're using, talk to them and make content with them, make it fun. It's just more visual a lot of times. And the ability to do that um, in person, it's also like a relationship thing with your vendors that you're already using. Like we talked about the, you should go talk to exhibitors because they can give you tips and strategies and stuff like that, but talk to the ones you're already using because then you get to deepen that relationship. And plus we might want to take you out to dinner or something like that, right? Like they so do. There's a, that is nice. They do, they want it to. It is nice to get to know the people that you're working with and try to have more of a partnership than just a vendor relationship. Yeah, and I think I think you you know this better than me, Tim. You you know run a marketing agency, but I think when you're when you're out there, even as a contractor, like you obviously are out there, you do podcasts. You you know you're trying to you're trying to connect oh, yeah. with people, but you're obviously creating content. But even as a contractor, um, that stuff a it puts a little bit of like an actual like face on your product. Like you can be mm -hmm. some, you can be a real person and not just like a faceless, nameless company. Um, and, you know, I think looking behind the curtain is cool for everybody, you know, when you're showing like, oh, hey, we are a Daikin dealer, or a train dealer, or a carrier dealer, or whatever it is. And like, here I am talking to my company and here's like the new unit from them. I think that's kind of cool. Even if the, even if your customer doesn't necessarily know what that means, I think that they get to see you being excited about something. And, um, the algorithm also does not hate live video and live audio. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And especially if we're talking about being an epic, I want you guys to be sharing on social media. Okay. This is not just going to be a dry conference. We're going to have fun. Um, so can you tell me a little bit more about who are your keynotes that you're excited mm -hmm. about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just did the keynote pre-event calls this week and I am amped. So we have not done Dan Sanders yet, but he's next week. Uh, Dan Sanders, coach prime, prime time, uh, I believe still the only person that you guys got him. Right? We signed him when he was still at Jackson State. So, like, this is the best oh Milo God. of all time. Yeah. Right? That is yeah. a good deal then. Oh, my yeah. God. He's all right. And he also has a book coming out the day he speaks at Epic. His next book comes Whoa. out. That was There was some back and forth with the publisher, but he's he's in. He's going to, he's going to be there. His book will be there as well. Um, but, yeah, his, his book is coming out the same day he's speaking at Epic. Um, so, yeah, the timing could not have synced up better. Um, I think he's still the only person to ever appear in a World Series and a Super Bowl. 
Um, and he is, I mean, he took obviously the college football world by storm a year ago. Uh, he seems to be doing it again going forward. He seems to be an expert on inspiring people, on building, you know, that, that culture, um, on teamwork, on recruiting. I mean, he's recruiting like crazy at a place that has not seen recruiting like that in decades. Colorado hasn't been good since... Well, now we're going to get into the whole like Rick Neuheisel era, probably. We don't need to get into college football. If anyone wants to get into college football, let me know. I'm happy to talk to you about it. All right, I've um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Deion Sanders, he's going to be there. Uh, Robert Irvine, who also has a book out now. Robert Irvine is the big, uh, wildly muscular British chef that you've seen on TV, uh, Food Network's Restaurant Impossible. He goes in, um, explains to people how their restaurant is not doing what it should be doing, helps them turn it around. So he's really... Um, he's actually an incredible entrepreneur too. He has like one of the most popular um, kind of health brands. Fit Crunch is his, is his uh, nutrition oh, yeah, bar, which like are that. amazing, fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so he can talk to entrepreneurship, but he can also just talk about turning around. Like, hey, if you're struggling, he knows how to go in, recognize some of the symptoms of the struggle, and, and figure out what you need to turn around to get better. Um, we have so it's at Disneyland this year. Epic's at Disneyland, uh, March 11th and 12th. Um, so we have Duncan Wardell. Just had a call with him last week. Really excited. Way more excited than I was before. So Duncan is the former. He's an, he was a former executive from Disney. So he was the head of innovation at Disney. He worked with Pixar. He worked with Disney Animation. He worked with Disneyland. Um, so he's, he talks about just disrupting, doing things different. Um, again, his, his literal title was head of innovation. So he's going to talk to you about how you can be different than everybody else in the marketplace. Um, it's not about how to use animation. Again, he's an executive. He's not an animator. You know, he may have worked for these people, but he was, his whole thing is setting yourself apart in the marketplace. Um, and he has an Australian accent. And those always sound very cool. Um, but yeah, I'm like super excited. I was kind of like, oh, that's, yeah, you got to get a Disney guy when you're at Disneyland. And then I did the call and now I'm like, I'm maybe most excited about him. And then the last one was Dustin Tavella. He won season 16 of America's Got Talent. Um, every year we try to do like an, like an entertainment thing. You know, you go out there, you try to learn some, you try to have some fun too. Um, and so Dustin Tavella, he does magic mixed with, um, kind of inspirational, motivational stuff. And he is, uh, the most positive person I've ever spoken to as of, as of the, the pre-event call last week. So I'm really, really excited. And again, he won America's Got Talent. I mean, that's, he didn't get second place. And that year, he was the best at being talented in America as in there was that's in America. Sweet. That would be yeah. fun. What about like other people that aren't technically keynotes, but are mm -hmm. notable that you want to talk through? Yeah, for sure. Tommy Mello. Um, Tommy Mello keynotes some events. He, he's, he's doing a breakout session for us that's going to be awesome. Um, again, we, you know, we, I guess I, I mentioned that a little bit, but you know, he's going to talk about kind of team building and, and how to go from negative to super, super, super positive. Um, but yeah, Tommy, I mean, he's one of the biggest names in the industry and I think Tommy's gonna be awesome. Patrick Lang of business modification group. He's going to talk about, this is kind of something that this is actually by popular demand that we are bringing him in. Um, people keep asking us about buying and selling or specifically selling their businesses. How do I create value to sell my business, um, for a good price or how do you, I always think that the other side of that is how do you create so much value in that business that you decide maybe I don't want to sell anymore. You know, I did all the things that I needed to, to maximize value. Um, now maybe I want to keep it. So Patrick is, uh, he's done, I think like 200, uh, brokerage deals in, just in HVAC. Um, so he's going to be talking, talking about, uh, how to build the value in your business to sell it or to decide you want to keep it. Um, Cynthia Adams, CEO of Pearl, she's going to be talking about again, really, really in demand topic right now, the inflation reduction act. Um, we all know the IRA has billions of dollars earmarked for efficiency for um, customers, for contractors to go through customers, uh, but nobody really knows how to get their hands on it. This has been a really, again, one of the biggest questions we keep getting over the last two years that it's been announced. And there's still a lot of ambiguity and kind of mystery around, all right, well, how do we tap into this? We know, con we know uh, homeowners can get a bunch of money if they're making um, efficient upgrades, but how do we actually get involved in that? So Cynthia is gonna talk extensively about that. Um, 
there's, you know, Weldon Long is, um, if you're a regular at events, you've certainly seen him before in the industry. He's a New York Times bestselling author, uh, multiple times, I think. Um, definitely a multiple time published author. Pretty sure that several of his have gone New York Times bestselling list. So um, he's, you know, probably one of the most expert people in the HVAC industry in um, sales. Uh, he is like the residential HVAC sales expert. And he, um, he's another guy who he, after doing it all, after he does keynotes, he wrote books, he's still writing books. He decided he wanted to go through it all again. And he's been building another contracting company over the last five years. Ooh. So in addition to knowing how to do it, cause he did it cause he walked out of jail into a homeless shelter, walked out of a homeless shelter into starting his own business within five years, turned that into a $60 million contracting business and turned himself into a huge name. Um, this is in the book, but also, yeah, he'll probably go over this in his talk, but um, now he wants to do it all over again. So he is a guy with boots on the ground. And that's, that's something we, that I hear that's from cool. a lot of contractors is, is you hear people kind of talk like they're teaching out of a textbook, right? And they want to hear from people yeah. who are like, who, who, who has boots on the ground? Who's actually doing this right now? Don't just tell me what we should do in theory. Tell me what you're doing because you're running a successful business. Guys like Weldon, like Gary Alex will be there. These are all guys who run successful businesses. Paul Kelly, um, he ran, uh, well, he like, grew Parker and Sons to a 200 million plus dollar um, contracting business out of one single location in Arizona, one location, guys, $200 million. Do these contractors you're talking about, do they come and hang out for? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why, dude, that's one of the coolest parts, like of going to these things and like, you know, I was at Pantheon and I, I just walked right up to Ken Goodrich. Like the yeah. thing is yeah. like, these are the things, like if you can go and say what's up to Weldon Long or, you know, like, you can. That's cool when you can go hang out. I know Jason Walker is a big fan of your guys' mm-hmm. show, which I think, um, I, you know, I look up to him as a content creator and he's a smart guy. Uh, and, and ultimately, like, he, I think he likes that about you guys' show, that you can just have access to these big names. And as content people, we want to talk yeah. to these people. But as, as contractors, to be able to talk to somebody, it's, it's not only the $100 million company guy, it's also you as a contract, because this is a contractor-focused event, mm-hmm. to be able to talk to a $10 million company when you're at five or three, right? So it's the ability yeah. to go talk to those people and say, how did you get past this? Exactly. that's half of it is. It's like you're on a Mario game and you can't get past this certain level, but then you go talk to the person, like literally just move that stone. It's not even mm-hmm. that hard. Like just go over and move that stone. Yeah, get to the spin so drop. really good at recruiting like this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so that's really the, we're in a game and people have the key to the next level. And if you don't go to this, you might not get that key. And ultimately, I, not the same as listening to podcasts, even though there is a lot of giving away on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, hey, this is the problem I'm dealing with specifically and getting to talk to those people. So I want to give one last encouragement to people that are going to these events, they're going to this event in particular, to Epic, to go and try to talk to a few people that have been through the things that you are trying to get past and like they will be there and that's the best part about these events is half the time it's the attendees the attendees make it so cool it is the networking is consistently scores is like one like one of the top two or three favorite parts of epic that's consistently no matter who we had magic johnson as a keynote one year we had captain sully sullenberger as a keynote one year and every these years we we really try to investigate the biggest keynote talent we can get and they always get really good reviews and yet networking is always right up there neck and neck with whoever was speaking that year just because it is such a different vibe i've heard to your point tim i've heard 
people come up to like a Gary or a Weldon or something and say like exactly that, you know, I don't have time for a session here. I just want to bounce something off you. Hey, what do you think about this? And some, and Gary say, well, like how many, how many, um, service agreements do you have per whatever it is, million dollars in rev? Um, and they say this and he says, that's, you got it. It's gotta be higher than that. And that, that's a, that's a, that's a simple one. Like he, he could do a deeper dive. He's one of the smartest people in the industry. He could do a deeper dive and do a hundred different components of your business that need to be improved, but you can hear that one thing. You don't offer financing. Okay. Well come back when you offer financing. There it is right there. Or yeah, you don't have enough service. You don't have enough, uh, service agreements per million. You don't have, um, your pricing's wrong, right? That's the other thing is like most people, when they walk in and they get a coach, the first thing their coach tells them is pricing's too low. You got to raise your prices. People say, I can't raise my prices. I'll lose my customers. You, you might not. And so these are things that they know. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, you're good. Um, And I just want to encourage you to be that person for somebody too. You know, like ultimately come to these events with a mindset to try to help somebody as well. Cause like you're there just to grab and I, I get it. It's like we're investing by paying for a ticket and all that, but like come with a, a abundance mindset to give something to, and you'll just have a better time. I've found you, will. you have a better time because you're coming with a like open heart and you're trying to help somebody. And a lot of like, I think ultimately it's best when a lot of us are going with that mindset, right? We're going to have a better time. 100%. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I will say that if you feel nervous about going up and asking Weldon Long, who, you know, I said he's got a, a New York Times bestselling book. If you're like, I can't go introduce myself to Weldon Long. I am not famous. You can come introduce yourself to me and I will go introduce you to Weldon Long. I promise. I'm very recognizable. Uh, I'll be out there. Come find me. Tell me who you want to meet and I will walk you over there and I will introduce you to them. Um, and you will learn incredible things. I've and seen these people talk a hundred times and it's, it's it, I learn something every time. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to Lucas, uh, you can come talk to me and I'll introduce there we you go. to Lucas and then Lucas will. Yeah. And we'll have a little, we'll have like a hand holding circle there and we'll all, yeah, exactly. All right, yeah, 100%. Well, uh, Lucas, where can people go check out the event and grab tickets? Yeah, please uh, head to epic2024.com, epic2024.com. Um, we are like we're closing in on a sellout, but we do still have some tickets available. If you want to come, we also have a charity golf event the day before golf number four trades.org golf for trades.org supports our foundation supports women in HVCR, a group we talked about earlier, but both are focused on, you know, doing good things for the workforce. Um, kind of development in the industry. And uh, that's the day before Epic. And then Epic, yeah, is March 11th and 12th. Uh, go learn more, epic2024.com. And we'll see you there. And I um, I appreciate you for being on, Lucas. And the podcast is put on by hookagency.com, hookagency all over social. Media.